welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. John is running a little bit late today, but that doesn't matter because Mr. Frank Selby is on the line. Go ahead, Frank. Hey, everybody. We have a really good program today, and we've got a special guest right here in the studio. How about saying something? One of the teachers there locally. So uh, I'm Joseph Narkovitz. I'm uh, here in Santa Barbara, and uh, I belong to the Santa Barbara Fly Fishers, and uh, we are uh, active in the community here. One of the things we do every first Saturday, so September the 6th will be our first Saturday, we teach fly fishing at Santa Claus Lane. And uh, I have all the rods and everything set up. I got the flies. We teach anybody who's not uh, ever fly cast before, casting a fly rod. And within a few hours, we have you in the surf catching fish. Uh, The other project I do is called Project Healing Waters. It's teaching disabled war veterans how to fly fish. That's just another uh, program that I do here in Santa Barbara. Yeah, we do that all over the United States. There's a uh, there's a bunch of groups out there that does uh, Healing Waters. Exactly. And there's a lot of uh, clubs that teach fly fishing uh, about every three months. Some do it every week, some don't. Uh, I've been up to the club three or four times at least, and I love to sneak out in the float tubes and fish the white sea bass there in the bay. Hope oh, that's perfect. It's really been great. Yeah. And we, I guess we know a lot of the same people, and uh, we, uh, uh, are you FF certified or are you just? A teacher. No, I just teach. I have been, the FFF does a uh, program called uh, Teachers uh, Teaching Those Who Are Interested in uh, Learning. Hey guys, uh, let's hold that thought. I'm going to take a break here and uh, we're going to get our first uh, guest on the line. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Frank Selby, John Hennigan, we're going to be right back. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And we, of course, have our host, Frank Selby. Uh, we also have a special guest in studio. we got a party going on. We have uh, Joseph. He's, uh, you know, lives in Santa Barbara, where I do. And he's a bit of a local legend around here. So we thought uh, he'd like to come down and hang out, and we'll be talking to him more a little bit later. But right now we have Chris on the line from Berkeley. And Chris is in charge of fishing line. Uh, is that pretty much true, Chris, as far as development? That would be correct, yes. Okay. Well, let's find out what you got. Okay. What's, what's happening? What's new? Well, we are uh, launching for 20, well, we launched Fireline Ultra 8, which I believe we've talked about on your show before, an 8-carrier Fireline. Uh, currently, Fireline is 4-carrier. It's fused, which makes it super abrasion-resistant as compared to other conventional braids. Ultra 8 is using smaller fibers. It casts actually 10% farther and four times more abrasion-resistant than regular Fireline because you're using a smaller fiber, making it smoother, thus going through the guides easily. Hmm. Hmm. Great trout, great product on a spinning reel, long-distance casting, whether you're throwing inshore in Florida, you're throwing off the coast in California, throwing for trout, you know, the smaller pound right. tests and smaller lures, just a great product. Well, Chris, it didn't seem like it was that long ago. For about 20, 30 years, it was uh, nylon. Correct. And that was it, mono. And, boy, things have sure been changing in a, in a big way in the last few years. Yeah, that that's correct. You know, with the... Um, uh, with the onset of braid, you know, using uh, smaller diameters, you know, 10-pound braid 
or should I say 10 pound mono or 10 pound strength braid is actually three pound mono diameter. So you're, you're, you're fishing uh, uh, the same strength of line, but it's smaller. You're going to cast it farther. Uh, it obviously has no stretch. It helps an average angler like myself. And then you have the onset of fluorocarbon. Fluorocarbon uh, is, is, uh, is a different type of nylon material. Monofilament stretches right away. Uh, fluorocarbon doesn't stretch right away. That's why a lot of anglers believe that it's more sensitive, which makes sense. If it only stretches when the fish loads, uh, then obviously you, you will have more sensitivity there. And it sinks, so you have a lot of bass anglers liking it because it's a direct connection to the bait, and there's not as much bow in your line. Well, I know when the, uh, um, the microfiber first came out, you know, I was all excited, and I loaded up my reel. It, wasn't, it was it was bad news. It would stack up on itself and get uh, you know you get a fish on even if you mounted tight it would get tangled up in itself, and it just but what they have now is completely different, especially with your round uh, uh, microfiber. Yes, correct. Uh, the advances in super lines or microfibers has been uh, astronomical the last few years. Um, but you had mentioned you had mentioned monofilament. You know, I still fish with anglers that fish monofilament. The nice thing about monofilament is very forgiving. Uh, a lot of times, if I'm fishing topwater, you can actually you can actually catch and hook more fish because you're not pulling it out of the fish's mouth like you mm-hmm. would braid. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about monofilament is it doesn't sink like fluorocarbon, and it's got a little bit of extra stiffness in there when you're throwing, say, like a topwater, it keeps, and you're trying to walk a bait or pop a bait, it keeps those treble hooks away from the line. So that line will actually keep that bait away, whereas whereas a, a very thin eight-pound braid mm-hmm. is so limp that that bait will come around and you do get tangled a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank and Joseph, a quick question. Uh, sure. You guys are avid fly anglers. Do you ever use uh, the micro braid uh, either as a uh, tippet or backing? No, but I do a lot of monofilament making my own leaders. In the old days, it was so much easier to use monofilament than a lot of the companies like, uh, I won't say their names, one's in Cortland, New York. There's another one in Orange County. But I have used their lines for making leaders for a lot of years. But now we have all the great tapered leaders. They should get into a little bit more for our fly fishing group that use a lot of their products. And I used to use their line for batting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... How about jo- you, Joe? Yeah, this is uh, Joseph speaking. The uh, I've used it for backing, especially if I'm going to be fishing in Mexico, where you're going to be catching bigger fish. You're going to have a Dorado or a, a bigger fish take off. You want plenty of backing, so I've used the, um, the uh, other type of lines for the backing. Yeah, it makes a great backing. The, the only trouble, my fingers, I used to get cut with the fire line. <laughs> well, you got to be careful. Yeah, but, uh, I it, made stripping fingers strictly for that line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what what else do you see on the horizon, uh, Joe or Chris? Well, uh, we certainly are looking at some different braids. Uh, we're going to be launching uh, Berkeley X5 and Berkeley X9 braids. You probably heard about them or saw them at ICAST. They won Best to Show uh, in Australia uh, at the Apta Show. Um, Berkeley X9, both of them are cord products. So you're, you're again, with the uh, X and the 5, it's talking about the carrier count. But it's not just carrier count. Uh, the 5 and the 9 represent one core 
and then plus four. So that's where the five comes from. And then one core plus eight wrapped around is what X9 is. And what happens when you do that, uh, you make the a braid rounder because braids are, don't go through the same process as, say, like a monofilament or a fluorocarbon. And they're, you know, they're somewhat irregular. They smush down. You know, you try to measure them with a caliper, and, and they smush because of the material it is. So that core helps them to be a little bit more round, helps them to be more manageable, helps them to be uh, easier to use when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is not a fair question, but why don't you, let's just pick uh, four different types of fishing, what line you'd recommend. Sure. Uh, well, let's start with trout. Sure. Well, for trout, um, to me, I would fish, uh, I'd fish I'd for, personally, I would fish it on a spinning reel. Uh, I would either fish a low-pound braid or I would fish Fireline Ultra 8. One of the advantages we've had as a line company is we've made a product called Nanofill. Nanofill, I would consider as a finesse super line. Okay, because of its construction, its strength isn't the same or isn't as strong as, say, like a conventional braid. But the nice thing about Nanofill is that it's thinner, it's strong for that type of fish, and it casts super far. But with Fireline Ultra 8, because now we're using a smaller fiber, you actually uh, make up that casting differential with Nanofill, um, and it's four times more abrasion-resistant. So to me, when I put it to this way, when I went fishing, if I had to pick one line, if I'm on an island, I'd pick eight-pound Fireline Ultra 8. Hmm. Crystal, because I can see it. <laughs> well, we're on freshwater. What about bass? I know that uh, oh, good microfiber question. is getting because it has an instant hook set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when I'm bass fishing... Uh, I'm throwing either 8-pound uh, X5 or X9. Uh, I like X5, to be honest. It's got a little bit more texture and feel to it. And as I get older, I realize that I need something with a little feel. It gives me a little bit more confidence. If I'm fishing it on a bait caster, like if I'm throwing a jig, I'll put on 30 or 40-pound. If I'm throwing in the slop, I'm throwing 50 or 65-pound. Um, if I'm So I would definitely use braid most of the time, unless I'm really flipping. I'll probably, because I don't want my knot to get caught, into the weeds and the slop and the lily pads, I'll put it straight. But in a lot of cases, I will tie fluorocarbon to it. I'll use I'll use probably 10 to 15-pound triline, 100% fluorocarbon, depending on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with respect to topwater, though, if I'm throwing topwaters, this is a really cool uh, technique is I would use eight pound braid, so I'm going to maximize my casting on a spinning reel, and I usually will throw a popper. Let's pretend I'm throwing a popper. I will put about a foot and a half trilene XT, uh, 12 pound, 14 pound leader on the front. So hmm. we talked about that monofilament keeping the popper away from your line. That's what I would use. So you you have the strength, you have the clarity, but the important thing is you're not dealing with the tangles all the time. So that's kind of what I use. It's hard for me not to go to braid. Okay. Um, well, let's uh, let's go on real quick. We're going to try and finish up as quick as we can. We're almost done. Um, is uh, um, surf fishing? Sure. Uh, for surf fishing, I would probably use 15 or 20 pound braid. Uh, you're certainly going to get fantastic casting out of that. I would probably put a, a fluorocarbon leader on there as well, uh, depending on what I'm doing. Okay. But uh, for me, I know when I have gone down to the surf down in Florida, yeah. that's what I've used. Okay, Chris, it looks like we're out, but I'm sure that if we go up the ladder into big, bigger fish, it's just a bigger uh, yeah. uh, 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 super line. Correct. We appreciate your, your uh, coming on and give us an update. Thanks, Chris. Uh, just to, You can find Berkeley anywhere and everywhere, right, Frank? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. We appreciate you coming in.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host Frank Selby today. And in studio we have Joseph with us, kind of hanging out and making some uh, tips. But on the line with us we have Ranch Carter. And Frank, would you mind introducing Ranch? This is Ron Picor. Oh, this I'm sorry, this is Ron Picor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ron, how's it going? Good. Well, first thing, why don't we uh, pop out exactly where you're at and the places you like to fish? 
Well, I'm located here by Denver, and uh, I do a lot of guiding on the South Platte River, a little bit on the uh, North Fork of the South Platte on private water at Boxwood and Long Meadow yeah. ranches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, do a lot of fishing on the South Platte. My deckers. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, what, do you have a website that we can reach you at? Yeah, I'm located uh, on the 5280angler.com website. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, one, one quick question. Uh, are you, uh, do you have your own personal or you just use the group web uh, website? Yeah, I just use the group website. Okay. Yeah, I, I know a couple of the guys on there. Uh, you fish up by the uh, Wigwam Club down? Uh, we can't guide up there, but I, I do like that water personally, but... Um, we can only guide from uh, the hole in a wall from Trumbull downstream. Yeah, well, in my day, I did a little bit more way up. I w- used to come in with a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, man, uh, flies and lies. I can remember when Dick started flies and lies there at Decker's. You, Dick or Danny? Dick, the original owner. Oh, the original owner, huh? Yeah, that, we go back a lot of years. I the, I know they closed down the bar for a while. Now it's really changed. I haven't been there in six years because I've been stuck all the time. But that is one of the nicest little rivers to fish that I can pick in Colorado the South Platte. I've had more fun. I used to fish for a big one right up there by the fence that a lot of us guys did. And once in a blue moon, you'd get the drift just perfect to catch, hook him up, but he knew how to break you off as soon as you hooked up. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that stretch of river right there, I tell people all the time when I'm guiding that it could truly be world class. The problem out there is we're not getting a lot of good management. And people are removing trout and leaving, you know, a lot of trash laying around. And so if we could get more patrolling of the Division of Wildlife out there and, you know, stop the poachers, the the possibility of that stretch of water is truly outstanding because there's so much food in that river. Those Mm -hmm. trout are growing at least three inches a year there. Yeah. I know in the old days, you'd walk down the stream, somebody was about a 100 yards in front of you, you'd throw right up next to them to catch a fish. <laughs> I had a lot of guys behind me do that. So, uh, what's the best time of year you like to uh, fly fish? Well, um, personally... I don't get a lot of free time during the summer to fish. I'm I'm booked uh, almost six to seven days a week quite often. So my personal fishing time is in the springtime, early spring, where I'll travel out of state. I'll go up to Montana, Wyoming, 
even other places in Colorado. But as far as guiding, my preference would be that uh, late July, early August time, a lot of bugs, water kind of settled down a little bit, and, uh, um, you know, the fishing's really good that time of year. Yeah. Uh, Ron, um, obviously we know that Colorado is is world-class famous for trout. What else do you go after? Or what different types of trout? Well, I'm also uh, an archery outfitter in Nebraska. Oh. oh. You know, and so um, I go out there here uh, mid-October through uh, Thanksgiving, and I'll... Uh, run uh, 20 to 2,500 through my archery camp hunting for whitetail deer. That's probably my other passion other than fly fishing. So uh, uh, how late can you fish the South Platte anymore? You know, we, we guide and fish it all year. Yeah. You know, the, the browns go a little dormant after their spawning run. But um, the rainbows are good eaters, and um, they'll be active all through winter. You'll go up Cheeseman's Canyon very much, hike in? Um, I'll do that once or twice a year. I used to do that a lot more when uh, I, I would guide that when I was working at the Blue Quill Angler and yeah. uh, spent a lot of time up in that canyon guiding. I do like the canyon a lot. I don't know one guy that didn't like that canyon. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty special place. Yeah. Has uh, the f- people that we used to be able to get on a lot of land, and I know a lot of people came in and bought a lot of the property along there, so it's a lot tougher to get on private land anymore so you have a few places you guys are able to get on now that the normal guys can't right um yeah we're guiding we're expanding a little bit we're now guiding a little bit on the eagle the colorado we're doing that tailwater below pueblo um we do the private water around uh uh, Boxwood Gulch and Longmeadow ranches up there off 285 on the North Fork of the Platte River. Yeah. Then we'll do some guiding up at Bartles Lake, too, up there um, west of Jefferson and stuff. But, you know, we're 5280 Angler has been very successful and uh, we're growing. And so our owner, Jay Biaki, is out trying to find more and more water every year to expand our uh, rivers. You know, it's kind of fun to be able to go to the Eagle or to the Colorado instead of just going to Deckers all the time, you know? Yeah. Oh, I I know that. But per, after a while, when we fish one river a lot, we almost know them by name. Ron, this is Joseph. What um, uh, kind of flies uh, are you guys using? Are, is it more nymphing, dry fly, or how, what's your combination there? Well, you know, if I'm on that public water, I'm rolling, uh, I'll have a couple different nymph rods going, and then I'll bring a dry fly rod. You know, it's always fun to catch a couple on the dries. But um, my nymph rigs right now, a lot of the hatches are winding down, but uh, 
some of them trout, those browns, are kind of on the move right now, and they still can't resist that worm or an egg on top, and then you can drop a John Bard's blueing Oliver Merger below that or something, or a little uh, Juju Betas. It can't go wrong with that rig. How about a chamois uh, zug bug? You know, um, I, that's not a fly I use a lot. I, you know, I do very good throughout the summer with the PMDs and the 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 um, pheasant tails and so on. Yeah. You know, we have a great P, uh, PMD hatch here in Central Colorado and throughout the summer and. Uh, the trout gets pretty tuned in on that size fly and so on, and I'll just uh, roll uh, maybe a yellow sally stone on top, and then I'll have a, a worm in the middle, and then I'll drop a PMD emerger on below that. Yeah. A rig like that's going to catch fish anywhere in the state of Colorado in the middle of the summer. You got any questions, John? Well, I'm just wondering now... Um, Ron, do you just fish from the bank? Do you ever float? Do you use waders? Or give us an idea what you do and in the difference yeah, between lakes and rivers. Well, I'm a wade guide, and so I specialize in uh, wading the rivers and giving my instruction in the rivers. As far as the float fishing, I'll do that on my own a little bit when I do my trips in the springtime when I go up to Montana or Wyoming, even here in Colorado, too, in the springtime. But... I'm not a drift boat guide. I'm a wade fisherman, and that's how I, I, I Wait, teach that way. You got an old truck inner tube you use or what? A tube? I said, do you have an old truck, <laughs> you have an old truck tire inner tube that you use, or what do you use? No, I'm a wade guide. Right. Yeah, no, I mean when you're, on the, when you're on the lake. Well, I, you know, uh, the only lakes that I guide on is Bartles Lake. It's a private lake, mm -hmm. and we, ha we do have a couple uh, drift boats, uh, John boats handy okay. up there to, to get around yeah. on those lakes. But, mm -hmm. no, I'm not a tube. I don't do any tube stuff. Nope. Well, <laughs> you, are, you don't want to be an hors d'oeuvre, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, uh, real quickly, you only got about 10 seconds, uh, Ron, get your email address. I could be reached at uh, Ron Picor, that's P E C O R E, at gmail.com. Okay. And your, your website is Huck Finn, uh, Huck Finn's Guide Service. No. No? No, no, that's. No, oh, you're that's on the wrong okay. page. All right. I'm sorry. One more time, we've got to go real, real quick. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water. We've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, our host Frank Selby on the line with us, and we have our special guest Joseph, who we're going to be talking to a little bit, a uh, little bit later on, maybe in the second segment. But uh, right now we have John Scooter Griffith, and John, if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about where you are and what you do. Sure. Uh, well, thanks for having me on today. Um, first of all, but yeah, I own a company called the Arizona Fishing Guide. Uh, here in Arizona, we take people fishing on our 21-foot tournament rig bass boats and, you know, just take people out every day and show them a good time, show them how to catch fish, why we do it here in Arizona, and, and, and what we do here in Arizona. The scenery is beautiful, and 
the fishing's great. So you know, I've, I've I've been in the last six months or so. Frank and I've been talking to a lot of people from Arizona, and you know, you fly into Phoenix and fly out. The last thing you'd think of is fishing there, but apparently Arizona, like California, has got different uh, different areas. Yeah, we have beautiful canyon water lakes that are. You know, just amazing. Uh, the hunting, the fishing, there's a lot to be, there's a lot here in Arizona to do. So it's a pretty good time. I've lived here my whole life for 45 years, and, you know, my wife almost had me talk to going to Massachusetts, but I don't think mm. I'll ever leave Arizona. No, a little different, a <laughs> little different. A little cooler in, in Massachusetts. But, uh, no, you said you got a bass boat. Is, is that what you uh, specialize in? Yeah, all of our trips are, you know, not all of them, but most of our trips are done. On bass boats, uh, even the fly fishing that we do, some of that's on bass boats because we do uh, a lot of carp on the fly, hmm. and then we do stripers on the fly, and then uh, we also have a couple of trips that we do up in the Payson area, which is about an hour and 30 minutes northeast of the valley here. Uh, beautiful Mogollon Rim, pines, you know, small creeks, there's, uh, there's some brook trout, there's some uh, there's some browns, and there's a lot of stalker rainbows, either mm-hmm. you know rainbows or even uh, the tiger trout is up there as well. So well, I've been catching you, that you, this summer. You mentioned uh, carp. And, you know, up until not too long ago, no one would ever think about fishing for carp. They're just some big, stupid, lazy fish that hang out at the docks. But uh, it's become quite popular. But they're not that easy to catch. They are not. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've broken off flies just because, I, you know, you set the hook too hard on them. So it, it's a great time. They are, you know, so to speak, they're the poor man's bonefish is, is mm-hmm. a rumor, you know, that people say. But, boy, when you hook into, you know, a 10, 15, 20-pound carp on a fly rod, like a 7-weight or an 8-weight, I throw a lot of 8-weights just because I want the distance on a, on a big, heavy fly that's uh, like a size 14, some kind of a dry fly. Most wow. of my friends tie them. They're just like a, we call them cart pills. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like a piece of bread. And because mm-hmm. they, they, they eat seeds and things like that that come crash. out of the tree. Yeah. So when you land that thing and it flops, they eat it like a bass eats top water. Mm-hmm. And it's, sometimes it's pretty impressive. Frank, do you make any uh, carp uh, flies? Yeah, three or four. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> the, the flesh pattern. And I what I caught the most on were plain old white egg patterns with a little bit of a brown, like people go to the ponds and throw bread in all the time, and carp know that, and they'll come right out of the water grabbing them. Hmm. Yeah, that is a fun time. I like that a lot. And I use a lot of, like, 5 and 6x tippet, uh, especially, yeah. like, the little local ponds. That makes it pretty hard, but then you get into the lakes, and we throw a little bit heavier line, so it's, it's pretty fun. Oh, no, carp, you'll correct me, but uh, they're basically, they're kind of lazy fish, apparently, except when they're hooked. But uh, <laughs> they, they usually kind of hang around, around the bottom, don't they? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, they're 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 moving fish. I mean, they move quite a bit, you know, and certain times of the year they're up shallow, they're gulping air, and, you know, you can catch them doing that. It's just a... Uh, I wish I knew more about them. I know a lot about carp, but I wish I knew more about it. I just... You know, I spend a lot of my time fly fishing for bass or stripers or even trout, but there's just that certain time of the year, this is one of them, where they just come up real shallow and they're eating off the surface. And, you know, anytime you get people at a restaurant uh, or a dock, like you said, that's that's always a good time. And oh. uh, it's a different deal. It, it's it's a different experience, that's for sure. <laughs> they're like a freight train when you hook them. 
<laughs> yeah, I could watch them on my graph go down straight below the boat fighting, and they're sometimes they're 60, 70 feet deep oh, until you yeah. start to move them back up, you know, once you hook them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But sometimes you have to watch for cables, and you know, depending on where we're fishing them at, but there's some places that we just have big overlaying trees that they'll lay in her, and mm-hmm. then there's other places that are at a dock, and then there's there's just there's so many different places because you know, our lakes do we have a little bit warmer water temperature, so we do tend to have quite a few carp mm-hmm. around our lake. Uh, around uh, around here, there's a lake, and instead of catch and release, you're not allowed to release them. Oh, because they you know they're they're getting too many in the lake, and they want to get rid of them. Oh, wow. No, not here. What, you know, I've always, I practice a, about 100% catch and release. I mean, every once in a while we'll catch and keep some of the stripers if clients want to. But for the most part, our our whole deal is mm-hmm. is catch and release. You know, just get a quick picture and, and let them go back into the lake where they yeah. live. Well, that's primarily fly fishing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's any kind of fishing anymore. I think most anglers now only take what they want. They don't it seems do to be getting water. Yeah, they don't take 500 pounds and three months later throw it in a trash can. Now they take just enough, you know, 20 pounds, 25, 30. But that, when you're out of the country or or Alaska or Canada, you want to bring back enough to have a few meals. But most of the time, everybody's catch and release more and more each year, and I'm proud to hear that too. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us yes, about sir. tell us about uh, Arizona and where you are in Arizona. So I live in Mesa, which is uh, just a little bit southeast of the Phoenix area, but you know all of our cities just about touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm yeah. probably 20 minutes from the airport, and you know I'm about 25 to 25 minutes from some lakes, and about an hour to other lakes. We have about six lakes that are here locally that that we fish. So if you're in the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Mesa, Peoria, anywhere like that, you can just run different directions and you're you're going to be 35 to to 45 minutes away from most lakes uh mm-hmm. just getting out of the valley it's crazy how you could be in the city big tall buildings and literally in 45 minutes you could be in a beautiful canyon lake uh with crystal clear water and bighorn sheep walking around the mountains and it's it's a, it's a beautiful place so they still I, have I enjoy a- showing people it they still have a couple fly shops in Mesa, and they still have the Desert Fly Fishing Club there, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I know that like the Orvis store is is uh, still here, and and we run a lot of flies. You know, send a lot of fly people over there to get part to get flies that they want after they leave us. Um, yeah. you know, Bass Pro Shops has a pretty big selection, and Sportsman's Warehouse does as well. So, but there is a couple of little smaller ones as well. You know, like I said, I don't spend a ton of time in them as much as I do in Bass Pro Shops. Oh, of course like not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've got, a, you've got a big one there, too, don't you, Bass Pro? Yeah. Yeah, we have a pretty big Bass Pro Shops here. I mean, it's, it's uh, I don't know how big it is compared to some of the other ones. I mean, you walk into all of them, and they all just overwhelm you no matter what. But it's uh, it's definitely as big as, as most, mm-hmm. for sure. John, John, this is Joseph. You were talking about uh, stripers. I've been fishing for stripers on the Colorado. Where do you target uh, stripers? Well, we have the only lake that we have here in Arizona that is in the valley here is Lake Pleasant, which that water comes from Lake Havasu. It's pumped in through the CAP canal system. And when it got here, they built this dam in 92. And when they started pumping the water in from Lake Havasu, 
uh, it brought all the stripers in. So we've had them since 93, 94, and the population is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, but Lake Pleasant is the lake that we go to, and right now they get up during the middle middle of the day to middle of the morning until the middle of the day. Uh, the wind lays down, and when the wind lays down, they come up to the surface and they're eating tiny little bait. So those diamond hair streamers, uh, those are probably one of my favorites. I mean, I love to throw that on a on an eight weight fly rod again, just for the distance. And we use about eight pound leader, and boy, when they when they get into a feeding frenzy, it gets pretty fun. Uh, you have to cast fast, and you have to double haul a lot of times, but boy, it's quick. Uh, and you have to change directions, And but when you hook one, it stays on there for a little while, starts pulling a little bit of drag. <laughs> so, What's your uh, favorite place to fish around there, we're not talking guiding, just you. If you want sure. to say, if you're not, I understand. No, absolutely. Secrets. Uh, I like Canyon and Saguaro. Um, those are two lakes that are on the Salt River chain, and yeah. it has grass, has tules, uh, has clear water. So I like that type of fishing. I like grass fishing, and I like to be able to to flip and punch, uh, you know, big heavy weights down and deep into the grass for big largemouth. And then also those are the same lakes that, you know, we catch them in 40 to 50 feet deep uh, during the wintertime sometimes where they'll just, they'll, they'll be really deep and we catch them on big flutter spoons and, and things like that. So you could just target them, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the year you could catch fish all year long. There's just never a dead uh, time Scooter, in Arizona when it comes we're, to fish. Scooter, we're, gonna, we're getting close on time. Give us some information about, uh, you do guide service, so give us some information if anybody's interested. Absolutely, yeah. You can call me at 480 772 8460. That's my cell phone. Comes right to me all the time where I'm at. My website is thearizonafishingguides.com. So, well, that should be easy uh, enough, thearizonafishingguides.com. And I yeah. will remind, remind people at this time, uh, if you wanted to listen to Scooter again or if you need to get the phone number information, go to fishhunttalkradio.com. Just fishtalkradio.com will work. And right on the front page, you can listen as many times as you want. Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. 
You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. John Hennigan and Frank Selby and we have a special guest in the my mind went blank <laughs> in the studio uh, why don't you introduce yourself uh, this is Joseph Narkovitz and uh, I'm here in Santa Barbara I'm involved with our local fly fishing club uh, I teach fly fishing every first Saturday of the month down at the um, Santa Claus Lane and uh, I also work uh, on a program Project Healing Waters, which uh, you said you had uh, knew about there, Frank. Uh, they have people all over the country that have um, programs going, and uh, I'm the, what they call the program lead for this area, for Santa Barbara. And uh, we meet at the Veterans Memorial Building on the second Wednesday of the month. And then we'll do outings at the beach. Uh, the The ocean is our main water here in Santa Barbara. We don't have creeks, rivers, lakes. We have a few lakes, but uh, so that's our main uh, thing that we do, both with our fly fishing club, teaching people, anybody that's interested, and then specifically uh, with Project Healing Waters, helping uh, veterans with disabilities learn how to fly fish. Yeah, you've got two or three streams pretty close in less than an hour's drive. Mm-hmm. We're, well, yeah, if you go an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Ray's Creek is probably one of the better creeks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know of anything else that's within an hour of Santa Barbara. What else do you know about? Well, if you're headed towards L.A., you've got about Pyramid a 20, yeah. 20, 28 minute drive, and you can turn up and less than about a half a mile off of 
Pacific Coast Highway up there. Mm-hmm. I think they call it 101. Mm-hmm. There's a stream, and they're a small trout, but they're wild, but there's tons of them. Mm-hmm. They love to take a little uh, pale morning done in the morning, and when we get off the air, I'll tell you how to get there if you want to take the uh vets up there one time well, they could catch 20 30 fish a day geez, that would be great that would be wonderful and you can you can reach me john will give you my phone number and i will okay. mail you up Sounds a good. couple maps well just just a quick uh note well let's let's save it because when we come back we're going to put joseph on and ask a whole bunch of different questions and talk about some things and he might even be able to give you some tips frank who knows both ways. Hey, the day you stop learning, in my opinion, is the day you pass away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's really true. I have a uh, fly rod that my dad gave me when I was 10 years old. It's an old bamboo uh, mm-hmm. Denver fly rod. You know, they made millions of them, uh, factory made. Uh, but, yes, and I'm still learning. <laughs> you still use it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, still use it. Really? Yeah, yeah I took it up to— uh, afraid to break it. I took it up to the— um, Humphreys Basin just this summer. Uh, we do a, a horse pack trip every year with friends, and uh, yeah, I was using it up there. Was it one of the old three pieces, two tips? Uh, it's a three piece, two tip, exactly. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know yeah. it. <laughs> I have my grandfather's with a 1916, uh, my, uh, God, my mind's going. Mm. Uh, Hardy reel. Oh, yeah, and sure. It, ha- it has a boned handle, and they were handmade back then, wow. one one reel at a time. Yeah, I was going to say, they probably, probably weren't that sophisticated. But, uh, Frank, we're going to have to let this hour go. We would oh. like to ask people to tune in uh, to go to the website, uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, fishtalkradio.com. Either one works. And uh, listen to the shows right on the front page. It's real easy. You can listen to any show that you want, past, uh, not in the future, but this show, this show or any past shows. But uh, just go there anytime you want and listen as much as you want. And check out our uh, um, uh, Real Fun Adventures. We've got a trip to Cuba coming up. If we can hear from you, we're going to put it together. So please send me an email, john at fishtalkradio.com. Uh, just do that, and we'll get you fixed up. Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan, along with host Frank Selby, and we have a special guest today. We have uh, Joseph Markovitz, and he's going to uh, tell us a little bit about what he does. Uh, he lives, uh, lives, I live, we're broadcasting from Santa Barbara, and he's a Santa Barbarian. Um, and just, you know what, uh, um, why don't, Joseph, why don't we just let you take it away and tell us about what you do as, you know, as far as fishing goes. Great. Thank you very much. A couple of things. I am uh, involved with our local fly fishing club. I do uh, teaching. I want to get people interested in fishing. And uh, so on every first Saturday of the month down at uh, Santa Claus Lane, the local beach here, we get together. I have all the fly rods, the flies, everything. I'll 
teach people mm-hmm. in the first couple of hours how to fly cast, cast a fly rod, and uh, then we put them in the surf and they start catching fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, last month we had five people showed up, a dad and his son, a, and then a mom and a dad and, and his, their son. So, um, uh, you know, we get couples, we get uh, kids. It's really a great uh, program. It's all free, and it's a way to introduce people to fly fishing, get them interested in the uh, – what we have to offer here. Oh, yeah. And uh, the other thing I do is Project Healing Waters, which is uh, getting disabled veterans out to fly fish. Okay. And it's called Project Healing Waters. They uh, have a national jo- website. Joseph, we're going to take a quick break, and then we want you to come in and uh, give us the whole story. And uh, Frank, I'm sure who knows you will have a few things to say. So it's uh, Project Healing Waters, and that's a uh, that's a fantastic thing you do. We're getting to see more and more of it. And even in urban areas, it's amazing how close you can find someplace. But you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. We'll be right back. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, motors, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts, glory, Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2.
Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Gypsy, mighty hard to hold. Great American fisherman got fishing in his soul. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan along with our host, uh, Frank Selby, who's uh, not in studio, but he's close by. Frank, yeah. we always enjoy uh, sharing some time with you. And we also have um, someone by the name of Joseph Narkovitz. It's uh, a little bit different spelling than you're used to. It's N A R. K-E-V-I-T-Z. Anyway, we were just talking to Joseph about a program that he's working on. And why don't we just jump right back into that, Joseph, if you could. About, uh, about the, I don't know, is it a nonprofit? Is it just a group or what is it? Yes. Uh, so Project Healing Waters is a nonprofit group, national organization. Uh, got started about uh, 10, 12 years ago out in um, one of the big hospitals in, uh, it's a veterans hospital or army hospital out in uh, the East Coast, mm-hmm. and some fly fishermen went in, and they asked the uh, folks who worked at the hospital, you know, I, we know you have uh, wounded veterans, disabled veterans, uh, would they be interested in fly fishing? And uh, so the people there, particular the the um, the uh, rehab people said, yeah, let's mm-hmm. try that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they started going to the um, hospital. They got the uh, people interested in uh, allowing them to come work with the veterans. Uh, from there, it has spread all over the country. There uh, are over 200 programs in uh, the country now. Santa Barbara uh, has a Project Healing Waters program here. Uh, we get together a couple of times a month. We meet first at the uh, Veterans Memorial Building. They have allowed us to use a, a room there. And we teach fly tying. We flee, teach uh, casting. I bring rods. Um, we will show them uh, about bugs on the ocean. or uh, in we Because the ocean is where we have water here in Santa Barbara. And it's real convenient. We can walk right out the door at the Vet Memorial Building, go across the sand. Oh, yeah, you can. We're at the beach. Yeah. And uh, so... We teach them then also stream and lake fishing. And uh, every first Saturday, I do a project down at the 
uh, a beach here, our local beach, and uh, teaching people to fly fish. So sometimes those guys will come down and join us. And then we do outings. So Project Healing Waters uh, will go with a group of uh, veterans up to the Mammoth area. So mm. Mammoth Lakes, California, Beautiful is our, yeah, our local water. Now we have rivers, we have lakes, we have streams, and uh, we can teach people there uh, more about freshwater uh, catching trout. Well, a, a question for you. Uh, most of these people, they may not be homebound, but they probably don't get out that much in, into nature. Uh, so is it the the um, ability to go out in and in, into you know a natural and beautiful environment, or is it the mechanics that helps them heal? Both. Uh, you Both. can see I have a flyer here. Uh, for example, if a person say has uh, a prosthesis mm-hmm. on, let's say the right-handed and the right uh, forearm is gone, uh, you can see here from this yeah. picture the uh, we will actually ah. Velcro and we get permission. Oh, yeah. know, from uh, the uh, rehab people to make sure that's not going to injure them further. But mm-hmm. if they're strong, uh, we'll just Velcro a fly rod on the arm and help them get into the movement of fly casting. So it's both the mechanics and helping them with their physical disabilities and their they, attitude. Yeah. yeah. And we're out on the ocean. We, so mm-hmm. we get out uh, and there's dolphins jumping. We're looking out at the Channel Islands across from mm-hmm. us. Uh, the sun is rising or the fog is lifting. You're looking out at this ocean. It's uh, So there's that element of being out in nature because mm-hmm. a lot of times they think, well, you know, I can't do these types of things that other people can do. I yeah. can't learn to fly fish. I don't have an arm anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we get them out there and show them, no, you can do this. No, that's fantastic. And is it, uh, you, uh, you said vets. Do you do anything besides just the vets? Well, the this program is for disabled vets. So mm-hmm. not only do they have to be a veteran, they have to have some sort of disability. They can still be in the military and have some kind of disability, or they have to have a VA, Veterans Administration, rated disability. So this particular program is strictly for uh, the uh Disabled mm-hmm. veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a nonprofit, as you had said before. Um, their website is projecthealingwaters.org. Mm-hmm. And you can go on that website. It shows all the programs in the country, like Santa Barbara is listed. So let's say you're in Tennessee, you can look and see, well, what's close to me? Uh, or if you're in New York, uh, you know, is there something close to where I live in New York? Those are all listed on their website. Website. And then uh, my email address is available there. You can email me or, or somebody who's close to your area, get in contact with the local program and get a person in there if they would like to start. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds great. And does this, once they start, do they just continue or is it a certain six week p- program or something? No, they can be as long as they want. Uh, we've had guys uh, who have been, you know, two or three years because mm-hmm. they'll come, they'll uh, do some of the fishing, then of yeah. course they have other Well, things. do they end up teaching other vets? Uh, so far we haven't done that, but but mm-hmm. they could. I mm-hmm. mean, by the time, you know, they've done it for a few years, they've become proficient. Mm-hmm. And um, 
What we also uh, encourage them to do then is to let other veterans know, hey, if if you're getting a benefit from this, tell your friends. Just tell them, hey, come on mm-hmm. over. Let's do this. And how do you get funded for this? And is, so it is a nonprofit. And the we just did over at Hook, Line, and Sinker a little uh, – tackle and uh, shop here in Santa Barbara. We They let us set up for a day in front. We handed out our brochures. We talked to people, and we had a raffle for an Orvis uh, fly rod. Somebody had given mm-hmm. us a fly rod, so we raffled that off when we raised money. And then that money goes directly into the program back in uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the uh, main headquarters is in La Plata, Maryland. So we don't get to handle any of that money, but they have uh, fun there. So if I want to take the men up to, usually it's men, there we have had women also, uh, we take them up to Mammoth, mm-hmm. well, we need some money to eat or for gas, right. mm-hmm. and then I can apply, yeah. yeah, I can apply to Project Healing Water, say I need $1,000, we're going to take five people up mm-hmm. for five days uh, at Mammoth, and then I can get money through my own fundraising here and national fundraising that happens. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, that's fantastic. What do you think, Frank? Uh, it, well, it's been going for a long time. I try to get a couple of vets on one of the boats at least once a month. Well, I know, Frank, you do, you do a lot of similar things yourself because you just yeah. enjoy the sport and you enjoy teaching and you enjoy getting people out, uh, you know, out from an, uh, off the couch in front of the TV and get them outside and, and, uh, and get, a, you know, the... Just uh, feeling the nibble or getting the tug on the line uh, can it, just change your whole day. It, and this it is can a, make somebody that's stuck inside the most happiest people. You, you can. I've actually seen a couple of them a little get teary-eyed when they caught a fish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is a free program for any yeah. veteran. Uh, they can. Uh, there is no charge whatsoever, and uh, we help them with everything. We have the equipment, the broads, everything, and it's a free program for okay. anybody that wants to well, participate. Well, we're going to we're going to wrap it up uh, for this segment, Joseph, and. Uh, that is it's pretty simple uh, website that you've got, which is just what you would expect it to be. It's uh, uh, Project Healing Waters. And, you know, that's org. Dot org. Yeah, not com. It's org. Uh, ProjectHealingWaters.org. If you know somebody that wants to participate, wants to either help or get help, um, get in touch with uh, Get that to the organization. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to wrap it up. But remember, you can go to Fish Hunt Talk Radio anytime. Right on the front page is all the shows. So tune in. We appreciate that. We'll be right back with you.
East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. You can't catch fish. 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 I got a little story about a city boy that came to Wisconsin up from Illinois so he can enter. The big fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told him, guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, cause hey, you can pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. For tribe's sake. You can't catch fish. Go back to Illinois, hey. Can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course our host Frank Selby is uh, um, somewhere out there, but he's right here with us in the studio as uh, far as we need to know. And we also have uh, Joseph Narkowitz, who we just finished up a segment with. And Joseph, that was... That's 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 fantastic. What you guys are doing is getting the uh, disabled people, you know, off the couch and out, and realizing that they can do things. That's great. But uh, we also have coming up right now. We have John Marriott. Now, John is the power behind Soft Science Shoes, um, and John, the shoes I'm wearing. I've had the same shoes every day for about the last two weeks. I don't wear socks, but, uh, you know, I just can't wait to slide onto them in the morning. But it's probably time for me to throw these in the washer and put on my blue pair. 
Yeah, you know, and uh, don't even think twice about throwing them in the washer. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that's the way they're constructed. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, throwing them in on a cool or a, a lukewarm wash won't uh, do anything but make them smell even better. Yeah, even better. Yeah. <laughs> a lot better. A lot better. You've <laughs> never been around this, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm being polite. I'm no, being actually, not. you know what's interesting, Frank, is when you wear leather shoes and things, you you do have uh, tend to, you know, the sweat kind of does not dissipate and it kind of uh, builds up a, a bit of an aroma. But these, you know, you wear them for two weeks and, you know, you can even take a sniff and, you know, there's nothing there. But uh, it's interesting. Uh, anyway, that's not what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> yeah, I but, wear uh, mine all the time, too. Yeah. They're but, comfortable and they like not even having a pair of shoes on. Yeah. Well, uh, soft science, if you have not yet been experienced with them, um, you know, and yeah, we have different people that we've actually have people, you know, that want us to say some nice things about them. But, you know, if I don't believe that, uh, you know, it's true, I, I wouldn't do it. But soft science is just incredible. The first time I put a pair on, I go, wow. <laughs> and uh, if you, you know, if you put them on, you don't want to take them off. And you do have your your line is expanding, John. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we uh, we're now up to seven different styles for fishing and boating uh, alone. Uh, you know, from uh, from boots to the uh, to the fishing and boating shoes, uh, as you know, as well as uh, all the flip flops that we have. Which you know, depending on what state you're in and and uh, what style of fishing you're into, a lot of guys. Uh, and women like to wear flip-flops on the boat. So we've got all the bases covered, and they're all non-slip uh, and, uh, and non-marking for, mm-hmm. uh, for those who have the, uh, the white soles mm-hmm. on the boat. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of times you wear flip-flops because, you know, you get them wet and then they dry out quick. But these shoes, you know, you can, you can, <laughs> you can step in the water with, and about two or three minutes later, they're dry. Well, yeah, that's the thing, and and I don't, I personally don't like to wear flip flops fishing because uh, there's there's just too too much going on uh, and and too much potential uh, to sink a hook or a gaff or something in the uh, in your foot that that'll kind of ruin your whole day. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're right that you know the shoes do you know because of the the built-in four-foot drainage system. Uh, they're made to take on water and quickly drain it out through the bottom. And since the material uh, that the sole is made out of, uh, Trillion, can't absorb anything. It's a closed-cell polymer. Uh, it won't absorb water, and they dry out uh, very quickly. Uh, yeah, they do, and they're so easy. But, the uh, again, it's, it's hard to describe. People, you know, people will make say, oh, this, they're that, they're that. But I'm telling you. You put a pair on, and it's like, you know, walking on pillows. And it just, just makes you feel good. And you also get the support. You know, it makes it easier to walk. And once you put them on, <laughs> most people don't take them off. I wear them, you know, all the time everywhere. But uh, I know you've got some new stuff coming out that I happened to saw on your, happened, I saw or happened to see on your website. And it looks like you're starting to get into some a little bit different things, maybe some more sports shoes. Tell us about that. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're we're going to be launching uh, just in time for the holiday season our new uh, athleisure line, which is uh, it's a it's a casual shoe in the sneaker family. It's not meant to be a hardcore 
uh, running shoe or anything like that. It's it's a it's a step back from that, um, both in a slip on and in a speed lace. So instead of the you know the typical laces that you have to tie, uh, it's got the bungee style uh, crisscross lace with the uh, the toggle that you just slide uh, to tighten. Oh. Uh, we got them in both men's and women's lines, and they'll be available on our oh. website uh, in time for the holidays. So you just kind of pull it up and slide the the catch down, and that's it. You got it. Hmm, that's interesting. I've never seen that on a shoe before. But uh, and again, I'll, I'll mention. I know you just keep going on and on, but it's amazing. You know how many people comment on your shoes? But I get comments all the time. People go, "Hey, well, those are kind of cool. What are those?" <laughs> Yes, uh, you know, when I'm going through an airport or uh, in a store, uh, you know, I do get a lot of comments, as you know, as all of us do. Um, it's it's a shoe, especially uh, the Finn family with the the, uh, the vents on the side uh, for draining the water, gives it a really aggressive look, and it's you know, it's a look that's not uh, mimicked by any other shoe out there in the market. They really do have a distinctive. Um, kind of iconic profile. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, people that are listening to the show tend to be hunters and fishermen. Well, you know, fishing is a no-brainer. It really is. I mean, you can, the shoes I've got on, I could just walk into the surf with them, come back out, and, uh, uh, you know, within a couple right. of minutes, they're, you know, they're dry, and it's it's comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you never have to take them off. And like you said, on a boat, you don't slide, but you don't mark. And uh, it's it really is a no-brainer. But what about hunting? Well, you know, our terrafin uh, fly fishing boot in particular uh, has, we've gotten some great reviews back from folks that have worn them hunting. Um, You know, it's got a ballistic nylon upper, and then the top two uh, laces are speed laces. So it's a lace-up boot, whereas our fin boot is a being zip-up. So really, the more appropriate uh, you know, footwear for hunting would be our terrafin. And you know, I'll tell you, I, I wear my terrafins to cut the lawn. They're terrific. Uh, they're extremely comfortable. Uh, and I get a big lawn. It takes me the better part of two hours to get the whole thing done. And I don't notice it one bit You know, by the time I'm done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a terrific, comfortable boot. Uh, we have some feedback from another uh, a, a pro fisherman who's also a moose hunter, and uh, he wore his terrafins for an entire week uh, hunting moose. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't, he couldn't say enough nice things about how great they were. Uh, they're, they're now his go-to boots for, for hunting moose. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just make a quick comment. You know, when you're, when you're standing up, it all starts at the bottom. And you know, if you've got uh, things that give you the, you know, the right, uh, the right fit, the right, um, um, what do you call it? You know, the uh, the right support. Uh, the rest of it's easy. And most people, for the amount of time that you spend and what you do, you know, your your shoes are a little bit more than some of the stuff you might find at Big Five, but they're surprisingly inexpensive. Yeah, you know, we think we've got uh, the price points pretty well covered, uh, you know, because we do we do have our original fin, uh, and then the fin two and the fin three uh, at only ten dollars more than the original fin, uh, and then the flip flops we have at thirty nine ninety five and forty nine ninety five. 
uh, which you know, it, it, there are flip flops out there that'll set you back 120 bucks. Um, you know, if you're crazy enough to buy them, and they don't have half the comfort uh, that our shoes offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can you know, test that. that. Area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. I mean, that's that's one area where uh, you know we we really feel uh, that our shoes are are very competitive. Uh, in, in the market, given the quality and the comfort that they provide. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the ones that uh, John has on, and they look wide. I like mm-hmm. having a wide shoe. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Well, as a matter of fact, a friend of mine that has a, you know, I, you know, he has problems with his feet. And I says, well, you got to get some of these. What size? And he goes, he goes, they won't fit. And I go, why? He says, because my feet are too wide. I says, well, just try them on. And he then he goes, damn, they do fit. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they're sloppy. No, did I, did and, I say and, that you know, word? I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. Our, 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 our toe box is, uh, is engineered to be wide. The whole um, uh, design behind the shoe allows the foot to spread out kind of naturally. Um, so the toe box is wider than most. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, since, uh, you know, so many of our shoes have... Uh, either three, four, or five uh, uh, lacing eyelets, you can cinch them down as tight as you want. And if you've got a narrower foot, you can go with the sail yeah. fin, uh, you know, which is a lace to toe, uh, and really get them cinched down. Well, so there's, you know, there's a shoot. One other quick comment. Profile. We're going to have to go to break. One other quick comment. You're talking about the uh, wading boots, hiking boots. Uh, you make a, like a neoprene slip-on and then another lace-up. I don't like laces if I can get away with it, you know, so I wear the other ones. But you know, a friend of mine, I'm going to have, I'm going to give him my lace up because that's what he wants. He's a fly fishing angler, and uh, that's what he wants. But uh, anyway, we're going to have to let you go pretty quick here, John. Um, it's real easy to find. It's soft science, and if you can remember that, you can probably find the website, which is John. SoftScience.com. There you go. <laughs> so you can do that. <laughs> and also, they've got specials running all the time. So uh, check them out. And I guarantee you, if uh, if you buy a pair and you don't like it personally, um, I will cover it for you. Because I, I feel that way about it. Anyway, we got to go. Go to FishHuntTalkRadio.com and uh, tune in and listen to the show as many times as you like. John, we appreciate you coming in and joining us. Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water. We've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Surprise, cause money can't buy skill. You know, the guys in me, we can catch a man. will against Shad Rat. You ain't no match. Fish is just something that you can't catch. We're crying out loud, guy. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. Built a tug on the line, and I didn't pay attention. I was staring at a 10-pound shiny bass When I tried to pull the fish inside I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh I was so scared I threw my rod up in the air Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and not only is it John Hennigan, our host Frank Selby, we have uh, uh, Joseph Narkowitz, and then we also have Neil McDonald. And I think with Neil and uh, Frank and Joseph, I'm just going to sit here and listen. <laughs> these these are all <laughs> true professional fly anglers, and it, I just found out they also have something else in common. So, Frank, why don't you take it over? Okay. Hey, Neil, you usually yeah. uh, teach just around Jacksonville. Am I saying that right? Uh, no, no. Uh, currently, I uh, around Nashville. Nashville yeah, Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. Right. I, I used to do it in uh, Seattle uh, before yeah. I moved to Nashville. I'm originally from Oregon. So, uh, kind of mo- moving around, but yeah, I guess. Uh, an Oregonian. Uh, an Oregonian, transplanted, yeah. I fly fishing uh, here at uh, Vanderbilt University and Belmont University. So, uh, you now do a lot for veterans and uh, all kinds, anybody that's had drug problems, everything. Don't you still do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess you know I, I you know I have a uh, I guess a big heart or or a calling. I don't do nearly as much for the veterans as the veterans have done for for me and for a lot of the rest of us. Yes, I hear but, that. Uh, I've uh, um, uh, really, uh, really enjoy uh, getting to work with uh, Project Healing Waters, which works with uh, veterans, a lot of them with uh, PTSD, a lot of them, um, you know, recovering from physical injuries and wounds uh, after their deployment. And uh, when we, we take them out, we uh, teach them, oh, fly time, fly casting. And uh, here just last weekend, we had a group of them out on the Caney Fork River, and I had my boat out at one of the veterans, and we floated the river and and uh, and uh, cast for for trout, and uh, it was it was a it was a wonderful time. It was a grand time. I enjoyed it. And then I uh, I teach uh, conscious breath casting, fly casting, which incorporates breathing techniques into the casting sequence. And I've been taking that to uh, drug and um, just getting started, taking that to some uh, uh, drug and alcohol uh, rehabilitation and, and detox uh, centers here in Middle Tennessee. And because uh, it kind of the, uh, the the breathing component exercises in conjunction with it just kind of, you know, kind of uh, uh, really, really takes the um, uh, therapeutic uh, value of fly casting up up an, uh, another notch or two. So, so um, it's it's it keeps me it keeps me busy. It keeps me it keeps me away from uh, doing as much fishing as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of us. <laughs> hey, one other one other question, real quick. Don't yeah. you have a, a disc on? Uh, religious music that calms you a lot yes yes that's that's one of my other that's one of my other projects i'm a musician and i did a uh, a solo um cd here a couple of years ago that was just all finger picking acoustic guitar and it's uh perennial hymns and praise songs um it's about 35 minutes long and i uh put it together with the guy who helped me produce it as an intended kind of a, a prayer aid and uh, and I encourage people just to you know turn turn your TVs off turn your cell phones off turn turn all the electronics off and spend just you know 30 minutes uh, praying and uh, or just listening uh, to the CD and in a, in a prayer uh, prayer like you know attitude atmosphere and, uh, and so um, yeah that's that also has been a fun project that yeah. also has kept me from fishing as much as I'd like <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling me that but I know you get a lot of fishing in so stop lying a little you know if when you're watching when you're watching <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you're just much fishing when you're watching somebody fish as if you're fishing yourself and stop lying. Right yeah, or wrong? Yeah, well, that's, that, that's true. But, you know, I mean, I've spent a lot of hours, you know, at the fly tying bench with other 
you know, fly fishermen. And one of the things that I can always trust trust about fly fishermen is I know I know that they're lying about the size and the number of fish that they caught. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> hey, Joseph, get, jump in here. Let's hear a little bit from you, you guys. So, uh, Neil, this is Joseph. Uh, what are some of the rivers and creeks that you fish around Nashville? Around Nashville, we have uh, uh, three tailwaters that I focus on. Uh, the Cumberland Fork of the Caney River, or the Caney uh, Fork of the Cumberland River, I should say. And then the tailwaters underneath the Elk River and also the Duck River. And then those are the cold water fisheries. And then for smallmouth bass, I uh, focus on and guide on, on the Harpeth and the Buffalo River. And uh, I face a lot of other rivers. Those are the only ones, you know, I guide on because those are the only ones that I'm on frequent enough. I'm one of those old school uh, guides. I really want to know a river intimately before I'm taking out and actually, you know, guiding on it. If, you know, somebody's hiring me. And uh, so, Neil, I need a real important thing from you right now. We forgot to ask you how they get in touch with you. Oh, best way to get a hold of me is to go to my uh, website, which is uh, TennesseeFlyFisher.com. Let's say that one more time. TennesseeFlyFisher.com. Now, Joseph, you can hit up on him again. Any questions you got? Perfect. Uh, I've got a quick question, if you don't mind. Um, I've never been to Nashville. I know a little bit about it. I know it's green and it's, you know, pretty, I guess it's considered in the south. Uh, But what about seasons there, uh, different times of the year as far as fishing goes? Well, yes, most definitely. You know, you can fish if you're, if you're a, if you're a diehard fanatic like me, you will be fishing any month of the year. But I will say the summer months get really hot, very humid down here. And uh, for a lot of people, it's not a very comfortable day. Uh, Fall and spring, I mean, we're just now moving into uh, one of the most beautiful times of the year for um, going out and being on the rivers. Uh, The weather has calmed down and and if we're not, I mean, we're currently, I mean, we just got indicated with a whole bunch of rain. So we're waiting for all the rivers to kind of clear up and settle down a little bit. But, uh, um, and then spring is a is also a beautiful time. I, you know, I, I will do and, and can do and have no problem doing uh, guiding uh, during the summer and during the winter. But generally, it's not nearly as, nearly as popular. Although I will say, if somebody is willing to endure the cold weather, that's whenever we traditionally catch our biggest uh, uh, biggest fish uh, on uh, the Caney Fork. Uh, we get the really large uh, trophy-sized brown and rainbow trouts um, out moving around. And we also have the option of starting to get striped bass. As well. Hmm. Oh, that and sounds so. good. Well, you know, uh, Frank, I'm, it just seems like the more people we talk to, the more places you find striped bass. 
Yeah, well, striped bass started a long time ago, and then the wipers just literally spread across the United States. I don't think there's any state left that we don't, except maybe Alaska, mm-hmm. that we don't have striped bass or uh, wipers. And a, a wiper is a white bass and a striped bass mix. And yeah. they grow fast, and they're they literally will take over part of the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you get a nice size one, they sure look good on a dinner table. Oh yeah, and and I I don't know why, but when you hook into one, they've got a really bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they just they just put up an awful lot of a lot of steam. Well, you're in, I was just out just out fishing the Sacramento River. Oh yeah, yeah, we got him there. It is. We got him there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a river! What fish! I only got to fish in the lower part down uh, by um, Redding. Mm-hmm. Uh, California, and I can hardly wait to get out there and uh, get into the uh, the upper Sacramento. It's beautiful. I hear that's just. Uh, I hear that's just spectacular. That and and then uh, the Trinity River is the other one I didn't get to fish while I was out there. And uh, that's our Steelhead uh, River here. Yeah. Y- yes. Oh, you guys, I miss steelhead fishing so much. <laughs> you caught enough of them in Oregon. All right. Uh, Frank, we're going we're gonna to be wrapping up this, uh, uh, this segment right now. But uh, if um, Neil wants to hang on, we can get a couple more minutes when we come back from the break. But uh, before we take that break, Neil, uh, let's go ahead. It's uh, called uh, Nashville Fly Fisher. Dot com. I think it's Tennessee. Tennessee Tennessee Fly Fisher. Well, same thing. <laughs> okay, Tennessee Fly dot com. But uh, anyway, um, you can always go to Fish Talk Radio or Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Right on the front page, you can listen to the show as many times as you want. If there's something you want to re-listen to or go back to some previous shows or you didn't happen to get a phone number or an email address, um, pay attention and go check us out. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we're going to be right back with you. We'll keep the whole crew together for a couple more minutes. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. 
Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest-lasting, functional, and best-looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, our host, Frank Selby. Uh, and, uh, Joseph, thank you for coming and joining us today. And we have the multi-talented Neil McDonald. It's, uh, um, Frank, do you want to just take about 10 seconds and go over his uh, uh, repertoire of talents? Well, he does a little bit of everything, from music, fishing, helping the vets, helping... Uh, People that are having difficulties in drugs or booze. He does a little bit of everything, and I love him like a brother. And Neil is always willing to help. Mm-hmm. And so, Neil, why don't you tell them what's the last thing you did for taking the vet out? Uh, the last thing I did was last weekend... Our local chapter did a, a week uh, weekend camp out, uh, came out, set up tents. Uh, the vets just showed up, just show up, and we took care of the rest and took them out uh, with guides and uh, and took them for a day um, of, of uh, fly fishing on the uh, Caney Fork of the Cumberland River. 
and uh, fed them and got to spend time with them. And, uh, you know, they're, a, they're an amazing bunch of people. They really are uh, to go and spend time around. And uh, so it's one of those things where I think I'm going to go give and end up feeling like I, come, I came away with more given to me than, mm-hmm. than I brought to the table. You know, that's, you know, it just, I felt really fortunate and blessed to have uh, been able to, you know, take part in that and, and participate, you know, in some small way. So, so that's, yeah, that's really exciting. Well, I think that uh, when people have disabilities, a lot of times they can make for, make up for it in other ways. And what you're doing is giving them that opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think most that's what well. most of us guys in uh, on the radio right now do: give as much as we can to help people. Don't you right. agree, Joseph? Yes, sir. I agree wholeheartedly. And yeah. uh, I'm interested, uh, Neil, in your uh, conscious breath casting. I know we're getting short here, but uh, I'm going to look that up. I had not heard of that before. Yeah. It is actually just it's stealing uh, breathing techniques from um, places like yoga, tai chi, qigong, and incorporating them into the casting sequences, hmm. and it uh, increases the oxygenation in your blood system, it makes for a more relaxed caster, thus a better cast, and it also helps with uh, 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 neuro, you know, muscular uh, muscle memory and retention and uh so and one thing universally everybody who's been doing it talks about is how much longer they can cast without feeling tired the the reduction in casting you know fatigue Hmm. so can i throw something in real quick sure the cancer the girl cancers they we they did that at hogue it is it helps them relax it helps build uh, how do you say this the muscles around muscle. where everything's gone and the breathing and the movement and relaxation it helps a lot of women well that. you know i i do when i'm uh, fly fishing which is not nearly often enough i'm not that good at it and because of that you know i cast a lot of times frankly has to catch one or cast once because he catches one every 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 cast I don't have my boots on. I don't think anybody in the audience do either. <laughs> I was going to make no comment on that. Yeah. Well, no comment Mark, on that. you got a comment? The great show, guys. No, great I, show. Okay. <laughs> okay, it looks like looks like we're done. So we appreciate yeah. that. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Neil, and uh, we got to go. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show on the front page.